Welcome to AudioPie's English Literature and Language Show. You can dip into huge chunks of over 19 series for free and learn on the go. Happy listening, everyone. Beasts of England, beasts of Ireland. Beasts of every land, climb. The iconic anthem that forms a key part of the structure of Animal Farm. Welcome to the second of Audio Pie's podcasts on Animal Farm. In this podcast, we'll be discussing how the book is structured and its genre. It's really useful to consider a book genre because every book that belongs to it contains a certain set of characteristics that a reader can start to recognize, and once you notice them, you can start to unpick the reasons why the writer uses them. So, genre comes from a French word that means type or kind. The genre that Animal Farm belongs to is dystopian fiction. This is the form of the book, the category that it falls into. The definition of dystopian is the opposite of utopian, which means a perfect society. The book Animal Farm starts with a perfect beginning, with all the animals of Animal Farm acting as equals. The book shows a dystopian world because the pigs give themselves more than enough to eat. They steal the milk and apples, and all the other animals end up starving. The unfair way that the farm is run means that it is a dystopia. It's a nightmare of the future where there is absolute inequality. They had come to a time when no one dared speak his mind, when fierce, growling dogs roamed everywhere, and when you had to watch your comrades torn to pieces after confessing to shocking crimes. And the book serves as the kind of warning to show to us what can happen if a small group of people get control and have very skewed ideas on power. There are many dictatorships in the world where this kind of power-hungry leadership exists. And at the time the book was published, just after the Second World War, it certainly was in Orwell's thinking. George Orwell has also written another famous dystopian novel, 1984, so this is certainly a genre that really appealed to him as he could express his political beliefs. This kind of knowledge is really important as you'll gain some marks if you write about what a writer's motivation is. Generally, writers don't just sit down and write without a real reason. And dystopian fiction is still really appealing today, with the success of books like *The Hunger Games* and *Divergent*. For the honor of representing District 12 in the 74th annual Hunger Games. But what kind of reception did Orwell get to *Animal Farm*? Did people like this book about talking animals at first? Well, at first, he found it hard to even get it published. The UK public was still very sympathetic towards Russian ideals and actually quite liked Stalin. Russia was fighting alongside the English during the Second World War, and there wasn't a true picture about what was happening inside Russia. Publishers did not want to be seen to be publishing a book which would go so far against what the public thought. It eventually got published, however, and readers started to really appreciate its ideas. What is certain is that Orwell's argument was actually really powerful because of the way that he hides the message. That's really important when we come to think about the structure and form of Animal Farm. Orwell is keeping his language simple. He's not telling everyone to sit down and listen to a lecture. 
Rather, he's showing us a lesson without us being taught. And part of the charm of the writing is in the super simple way that he has done it like a fairy story. George Orwell was really suspicious of intellectuals, people who used complicated words to make themselves seem superior, which is why his writing style is quite clear, because he was going against a more complicated style of writing to make a point. On Sundays there was no work. Breakfast was an hour later than usual, and after breakfast there was a ceremony which was observed every week without fail. So we see the pigs taking control of the books and the reading material. This is a way of him showing his distrust of people like this, and in the end we see that this kind of power is corrupting. We can't tell the difference between the humans and the animals. Another element you should notice about the structure and the form is that there is hardly any description and dialogue. Orwell wanted to show us the way that the pigs use their use of rhetoric or persuasive speech to try to control the animals. So, when Squealer starts to use complicated words, then it's really noticed. And a final point about the structure is the whole way the book is put together is really quite simple. There are ten chapters, and it has three distinct phases. The dream, the rebellion, and the pig's regime. Each chapter is like a little story in its own right. They all have clear endings, so the reader can reflect on the lesson or idea that is contained in each chapter. I think this is part of what makes it so enjoyable to read. That just about finishes our discussions on the structure and form of Animal Farm. We have focused on Orwell's nightmare vision of dystopia, looking at the simple way in which he writes and discussed the fact that the tale is an allegory, with animals representing human traits. Speak to you soon. Goodbye. Happy Hunger Games! And may the odds be ever in your favor. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Don't forget to search for and listen to the next episode in the series to build your topic knowledge. Hit the Acast Plus link in the show description to become a premium supporter and unlock access to every episode in every series for as long as you need. We also make GCSE and A-level content for history, RE, sociology and psychology. Happy listening, everyone.